Welcome, welcome everyone. We should went today, we should went early today, you know. Yeah, so, this is still early light outside. <laughs> yeah, even with my light on, it's still light outside. Usually May light is my 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 light, but it's a lot of light in today, so you can see everything. But yep, yeah, new new episode. Got some stuff to cover, another album drop, another anticipated very anticipated album dropped this weekend. Did his numbers. But we're gonna start off with the no, we're gonna review the album. How how like our thoughts on the album. And we'll talk about all the numbers it did. Bree, did you listen and did you like enjoy the album? Yeah, he wasn't feeling it. I think um so to me. I, when I think of Drake's best music, I think of the albums that didn't have a lot of features, just focused solely on like the music part, right? I feel like this uh, this album had too many features. I feel like he was just trying to show he knows people. I feel like it was just too much. It wasn't, he wasn't really focused on the music part. It wasn't part. the Drake that you used, Drake you wanted for that album. Right, I just felt like it was just too much. I felt like it was too many features, it was just, too much. It was too much. I couldn't. Some of them, some of the features, it, it worked because no, some no. of the songs, it, it worked. Yeah, I, like. I just, I just feel like when you over, over feature an album, it's more about the people you featuring on the song than yourself. Do you get what I'm saying? Yeah. So I just, I just felt like it was just too much feature. I do love the the first song. The champagne poetry, champagne poetry. Right. I love that. I could replay that over and over. And again, it was because it gave me that old Drake um, feeling. The album itself was okay. Um, Told you, 21 records. Told you it was going to be at least 20. You jinxed that shit, Johnny, and that's why there was 21 fucking records. And it took me about two days because I had to split it. I... (laughs) Cause I I don't I don't listen to music just for like just to listen. I listen to the words. I listen to the beat. I have to like actually get into the music. So again, in this case, I finished listening to Donda and Kanye West. Kanye West won this one. Oh no, production wise, I think Donda was better than CLB. Because when I first listened to CLB, like that like the first listen, I was listening to the records. I'm like. Like the like the obviously champagne poetry was uh, the intro trap was cool was cool but as I was going along I was like it didn't really I wasn't it didn't really hit me but then when you get the song with Jay Z was like the first record that was like okay you know and that's like that's a few tracks in before we get to the record with Jay Z I think that's the Jay Z record is like track seven track eight. Somewhere along the lines of that, but no, I think it's like track. I think it's like track four, or five, Johnny. Five, I think it's five the earliest, but it might be uh, it might be like six or seven, but it might be yeah, five. It's, the it's five. It's five. Okay, so yeah, uh, so it wasn't that many songs in between, but when I, it's like you know, I like the song with Kid Cudi. Thought the song with Kid Cudi was was dope. And also, like you said, when when Drake does the features, it's more about the artist. Because sometimes when Drake does the features, like he does that where he like sounds like the artist that he features on the record, like he flows like them, and he puts like his Drake sauce to it. So he yeah. kind of sounds like them, but he puts his Drake season into it, and it's like it's Drake. So I can see that, but but I told you, 
nowadays with, with the whole streaming thing, everyone's aiming to put so many songs out because it helps make more money when each album is streamed. Right. So it's more about the now for more, I'm not gonna say every artist like is like that because some most artists is more about the quality, but nowadays the whole streaming and that's how people get their money is more about the quantity. Everybody just wants to put out so much. And it's like each, if each does do, you know, put out 25 tracks and each track gets 25, each track gets a million streams, that's already 25 million streams for each record. And then, you know, you're gonna have the four or five, to, you know, records that's gonna be like the major, like the major players is gonna get you at least 20 million streams on its own. But yeah, it's more about just flooding, you know, flooding the all the platforms like you know Apple, Spotify, with right. as many records as you can. Yeah, I mean it was cool. I was like, I don't know, but when I listened to CLB, I felt like when I listened to um, what was it, Scorpion, his last album, I felt like the records just hit more on Scorpion than it hit on CLB. Right. I feel like. I think he's in the Drake's in like in a comfortable spot. Like he's, we all know he's on top of the game. Regardless, people love Drake, and he, he's sitting on top of the game for you know he's been on top of the game for a few years now, but he's the hottest artist. So I feel like he put work in on it, but I felt like it was like just a you know a comfortable album. Like he put an album out because regardless or not, criticism or not, people was gonna love the album because you know. These artists, they got their cult following and people's gonna love it. But I don't know. I felt like, I felt it was a little underwhelming, but I have to listen to it again. That's just our first listen. I felt it was underwhelming. I listened to it again. Like, after you listen to it a couple of times, that's when you could really say, oh, how good our album really was. Right. But I, I, I don't know. I, I, I felt like, again, the Don the Verse LP, I felt like um, Don the hit, like our first listen hit more than CLB. I also feel like we cannot compare the albums, and I'm gonna tell you why. You one is really, one yeah. is really a gossip gospel kind of feel, and the other one is more just like a rap kind of feel. And so that's why the only reason why I'm not comparing it um, is because it's two different feelings. But I must say I'm a little disappointed in just the I don't know I'm just a little disappointed in the way Drake did this. It's a lot of features, a lot of unnecessary features. Uh, if he would have kept this simple, I'm pretty sure Drake would have killed the shit. Mm -hmm. But because he has so many features, so much shit, it was just it was too much. What I would say is I felt like also not comparing the two, the Donda album was a little more per, like a personal album because obviously it's named after Kanye's mother. So it had like a more personal passion behind it versus, you know, CLB was more like, a, I feel like, ah, it wasn't really nothing personal. You no, know, it was Jake on top of the game, just talking this shit, you know, because he, he was throwing shots on records to everyone, you know, sending his shots out. So that, that's the differences. But no, since they have their little squabble, people's gonna compare the albums, even though they have two different tones and feelings behind their albums, they're gonna 
compare because if if it wasn't if Drake and Kanye wasn't you know at you know beefing with each other what whatnot I don't think the albums would be compared. It would be like oh Kanye did this, Drake did this, and we'll be moving to talk about the next album that's coming out. But since they have the issue, is the comparisons of whose album did better because um. See, well, when Kanye came out, Kanye broke the Spotify record in a day. But then Drake came out and he broke the, the Apple record and the Spotify record in the, for, for streams in the day, which is all accolades, it's dope. But, you know, that's all about the, the hype they built and then the, the cult following they have. But then the second day streams... Kanye's second day streams is actually higher. He his first day was 94 mil, and then his second day was 102 mil. So it was a bump up. Like people heard the album and it was a bump up the second day. Drake's had like a hundred, hundred thirty million plus first day, but his second right. day was 89 million, which is a you know big drop off. And also with that is Drake really did, um, not Drake, Kanye really did four stadium shows and played the same song and still had a second date rise, which is here's, incredible. Here's but thing, here's my thing, all right? So when I think of good music, I think this is the problem. And when I think of streaming music, I think people, artists need to stop putting music out where you just want to listen to it once and then move on to something that you like. Um, I personally, I'm a type of person that if I like your music, I'm going to go back and listen to it over and over again. I'm going to stream your shit over and over again. Yeah, the replay value. Some records, it, right. some, a lot of records don't be having the replay value. Okay, right. And I just feel like you going to disagree with me, but both of their albums are not replay value. You can, you can say that because um, they have they have certain records as replay value, but they did 20 plus each, right, both did twenty the plus. Albums are not replay value. The overall, right? yeah. You get what I'm saying? You can't really bump to their shit, like. And this is and this is a bad way to think of it, but you can't really bump to Kanye shit in the club. You can't really bump to his shit in a party. Mm-hmm. You can't really bump. You gotta be like in the mood to be into that mindset to bump Kanye, and not every day are you in that. Mindset. Yeah. You, do you, you know just have that one day. Like, yeah, I'm gonna throw on some content. Right, and Drake is is his his shit this time was the same way, the same way. Like, yo, I'm thinking like, yo, how am I bump to this shit? I can't even bump to this shit. Like, okay, I, 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 I felt like I felt like you no, know, I I did tell you I felt like Drake's gonna have like you no know, more fun records, more like outgoing records for people that's gonna really listen. But I say, you know, it's first week, first weekend, first listen. You got to give it a little time. See, see, like, give it like. like when I, but when I think of Drake and I think, I think of Take Care, right? So when I think of Drake, I think of Take Care. I could bump that shit all day, every day. Like, I could literally go back to Take Care and bump that shit. But you know when saying? I think of Kanye, I think of, uh, College dropout. Oh, and I could bump that shit all day, every day, like no problems. I have no problems bumping that shit. And you know what I'm talking about. So, like, 
You get what I'm saying? Like, no, no, I understand what you're saying. This, there's this shit that you could bump all day, every day. And it, mm-hmm. this is just, these, these two projects are just not one of them. I cannot see people bumping this shit all day, every day. They bump it now because it's new and it's out. And that's why there's hype it. behind it. It's a lot right. of hype behind but it. But there's no way I'm telling y'all. Like, yeah, I'm not going to bump this shit all day, every day. <laughs> and so when I think of good music, I think of being able to bump this shit all day, every day. Be if I if I choose to, because you gotta choose to, but you get what I'm saying? Like that I that option's not here. This is you know, this is early views, you know. We should come back like in a month and like you know listen to it again, both albums and see how we feel in the month. But this is like you no know, early reactions to it. But yeah, my all first listen, it didn't really didn't really wow me like it is what it is. <laughs> Dude, that is what you know. But it's it's gonna it's gonna still do what it's gonna do. It's breaking records, so he's gonna get his accolades. And he still got he still got majority love regardless. Like a lot of people, you know, was showing love to him, especially on social media. Even um Trey Young was talking about he tweeted uh when we we're gonna talk to start that conversation and when Drake, Drake passed Jay, he got a little backlash over it. Uh, you no, know, but he, you know, that that's how. Those are the, those are the millennials. I mean, those are the. Um, I'm saying, but yeah, I'm pretty sure there's some other people that feel that way too, because. But that's part of you no know, part of the feedback some got. So he, for this album, it's been more positive feedback than negative feedback, you know. But he did his numbers. Miles' opinion, or or first listen. It's gonna take me a, a couple of listens before I could give like a solidify if it's cool, fire, good, whack. But yeah, on my first listen, I thought it was I. Right. It was a cool album. It wasn't nothing spectacular, nothing crazy. Yeah, I don't know if I'll be listening again. Um, Twenty-one songs is a lot. I ain't got time for it. Uh, and he put out the he put out the video for uh too sexy, which is well, it's a funny ass video. I I feel like that whole song is just a play around record. They was showing with the song, and they did the same thing with the video playing Kawhi Leonard in the video. It was just you no, know, they had fun doing that shit. They had fun showing, but that was the first video he put out. It's it's doing its numbers also, but I just felt like that that song was. It was just a play around record, and it was like it got in the studio and they just played around and they put it out. So, also with CLB, there was a little some controversy because <laughs> when they looked at the credited writers, like you know, how albums I don't even know where they put that list at anymore because you know, you got the album, the track listing, the little booklet. Nah, if you- now, if you go to Apple Music, I don't know if you have Apple Music. No, nah, I have Apple Music, but I've never really, I I don't even know where to know. Like, after a long time, like, when you bought CDs, that's where you used to, you go through the booklet and it'll tell you all the credits. But I've, I don't know. See, albums. So I guess that's what they do now. They do it on, um. The... They do. So if you if you click a particular song, uh, and you go to the bottom of the song, 
um, basically it gives you, so I don't want to like show the song because I don't know if they'll block it out, but you can see that is, and Lady has been doing that too for the album. So, but you'll see like it was written by, so it's at the bottom, totally at the bottom. So once you get to the ending of the song, it says written by Quad for Aubrey. Oh, uh, I, I, I just played Aubrey the Graham, Jay, uh, Jay Young, Jonathan. So it basically tells you that. Um, it, so basically, if you go all the way to the bottom, guys, it'll give you that information that you need. Oh, that's something I learned from you because I was like, after a while, I was like, what? They, they so I usually, <laughs> no, so I usually like to go to the bottom to see who wrote it because I, You'd be surprised how many people wrote like so neo wrote a bunch of songs for for people so i like to see who writes the song because mm -hmm. it's actually into it to me it's entertaining yeah, um, yeah. there's people that really so, write records and, and you right. never know sometimes right so and plus you got to give credit where credit's due mm -hmm. if they did write the, the record you want like yeah. or they produce the record like hit maker a lot of people you know, didn't know Hitmaker was like making a bunch of songs in 2018, 2019. Mm -hmm. But if you go on the bottom and show you like, yo, Hitmaker was the fucking producer of a lot of these shit. So. But yeah, I, I, I never knew that. I, Cause I used to be like, I thought they just posted it. It was like, and then that's where they got the information on. Cause you know, back in the CD days, there's the booklet. If you go through the booklet, you it'll tell you who did what and everything for each track. But yeah, with Certified right. Lover Boy, you know, I believe, obviously, you know, R. Kelly's locked up. I'm pretty sure, he, you know, Drake sampled the R. Kelly record and people wasn't really too, you know, a lot of people waiting with their opinion on social media and it wasn't big fans that, you know, Drake gave R. Kelly a credit. But at the end of the day, if you're going to sample someone's song, you know. Whether they're in jail or not, you still got to get them the credit. Yeah. Like for one, you have to clear the record also, and and maybe like I understand people saying like that, like R. Kelly's gonna get some money off the record, like we're like because, but he at the end of the day, R. Kelly made the record, so the song that Drake made wouldn't be made if R. Kelly didn't make his record, his right. record, and they use that as a sample to create the next record, but. Obviously, we know what R. Kelly's in jail for, and it's a lot of stuff that he's fighting. But and no, not saying he's guilty, but most people believe he's guilty of the crimes that he's accused of, which is some Again, fucked up shit. But he we gotta sometimes we gotta put that to the side and realize his music is still relevant in certain in certain musicians' life. So if they want to use the beat, like right. They will still have to, unfortunately, go through. Yeah, um, all his attorneys and his team. Right. So yeah, it's, the record's definitely unclear. So they, I know, R. Kelly, I'm pretty sure could use whatever money he was gonna get from this, and he was gonna clear it. Or maybe he, even without the money, maybe R. Kelly would have cleared it. Who knows? But no, Drake sampled him. It wasn't like Drake. And realistically, that also, I don't even think Drake and R. Kelly even spoke. Just, Drake had someone from his team talk to someone on his team, and then, you know, that's probably how it happened, and they cleared the record. But right. I don't think they should have, he, 
the backlash that we got on social media has been, you know, backlash right. it got, but it is when it's it's times you're in now. You know, people just want nobody like, especially you know, the crimes that he's accused of. They don't want you know people rubbing. And it's not wrong with that, you know. You shouldn't associate with people like that. But at the end of the day, he's locked up, but he hasn't been proven guilty yet. So he's he's innocent till proven innocent till proven guilty, and we'll see how that plays out. I think the trial should be starting up soon. And when that trial hits, we'll cover it. But Drake Sampleton, if you enjoyed the song, you enjoyed it. If not, didn't. And if you don't want to mess with the song because who he sampled, hey, that's your choice. You choose what you want to do. But it is what it is. Right. And But moving on, more. <laughs> I mean, Drake was in the news all, all, all weekend. So on the on the night that he dropped his album, well, Friday night, I want to say, because it came out, it came out at like two in the morning, Friday morning. But that that same night, you know, Drake was on his radio show, and he played more records that wasn't on the album. He played some records that haven't been released. He was on the radio playing song, but so happens. He got wind of a Kanye diss record. Someone leaked the record to, to Kanye. And I mean, to, not to Kanye, to leaked the record to Drake. And Drake played the um the Kanye record with um Andre 3000's verse. And obviously Kanye was dissing Drake. But I, I think there's more of what Kanye said than... Right. Of more of what he said on the record than the actual leak. Cause I'm not gonna lie, from what I heard, it sounded fire. So I was like, I don't know why would you leak it, but it's, it's a certain lyric I feel like he said to probably make Kanye look a little clownish. Is the part where he was like, he told Jake to, to stop playing with me on GD, you know, that being a gang, and you're supposed to be this gospel god person, and you're talking about. Stop playing with me on a gang. You know, I feel like he, he Drake put it out to be like, look, look at this clown. Like, he's talking all this guy stuff, Jesus this, Jesus that, but he's talking about stop playing with him on, on this gang, like on this gang. Yeah. Which is, it, it's funny that Kanye said it, but I feel like most people, when they heard that or look like when they heard that lyric and heard him say it, probably had the same reaction. I, some people probably have the, the the other reaction, but that that reaction, that um that reaction was um, you know, I, that's how I felt like that the reaction was gonna be, but that that shit that shit was funny though. I I I I, I but overall I thought the song was dope, and I thought like he should have put that out, but obvious for obvious reasons. He didn't. Maybe he didn't want to put this in a uh, this in uh, Jake record on his. No, it wasn't that. Um, Andre, Andre three thousand was like he he wasn't gonna allow the song to come out. Oh, he was gonna say take off his verse because. Yeah, because he, he wasn't with the dis the dissing. Right, he didn't want to be part of that shit. Listen, here's the thing: when I think of a diss track, I think. 
It, it was light. It wasn't real this. No, he just told him stop playing with him. <laughs> stop playing with him. I think I think the problem here is is, is Drake just needs to grow up in the sense that yo, why you put that out yourself? Mm-hmm. You look clownish. Why would you like? You get what I'm saying? Why are you putting this shit out yourself? Like, mm-hmm. you look stupid. Like, Drake, just focus on your shit. Focus on your album. That's it. Because you're Drake. I hate when, listen, I hate when stars do this shit. They want to act really immature, really all this other shit. If, especially when you big. You don't need all these gimmicks. You Drake. Like, why? Why That didn't even make sense. Andre 3000 was very upset that it was put out because, again, he didn't want anything to do I, with I it. Seen, I, seen, I seen a post. He talked about, like, how he, he lost his mother and Kanye lost his mother, and 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 then that being like the album's named after Kanye's mother, and it was like that connection, like we both lost our moms, and we're gonna come together, make a record, and it's gonna be like you know, it's like a connection that they have, that something that they could share. It's like we both went through it, we're both artists, and we went through this of losing our mother, and we was gonna come together and make some music. That you know, that's. That's what sold Andre 3000 to do the record. Right. To be right. on the record is the fact that he lost his mom. And he knows Kanye lost his mom and they had that in common. But, you know, he said he made his verse. He, he didn't anticipate, obviously, you know, it was one of those, because, you know, nowadays some artists don't be in the studio with each other when they make the song. They just send the verse in. You know, send the verse in. And obviously, it's not Andre Thousand song. It's Kanye's song. Right. So Andre sent his verse in without even probably, or he probably heard a Kanye verse. But Kanye nah, probably he said he didn't. Verse. He said he just heard the beat and he wrote on it. Listen, I, I'm, I'm just not for the, the gimmick shit. Like, let your album speak for itself. Fuck the gimmick shit. That's All always that going to be part shit. of it, though, you know? Unfortunately, nowadays it is because mm-hmm. there was times where it wasn't. You know what I'm saying? The music spoke for itself. Uh, you had a. I can say I'm not clock. We could somewhat blame Fifty for that because every time my albums, he was gearing up to put uh, start an album. Fifty start some bullshit, some controversy. Yeah, he's, and... a, he's the number one gimmick person. He started think... the gimmick shit, but. Again, okay. nowadays it's even more. It's like it's like you can't put an album out without having some gimmick shit. That's just is black. Leave that shit to the to the bums. I think Drake and Kanye are too big for that shit. To me, they just too big. That's just my opinion. But you know, but controversy sells. You know, you gotta make it controversial for people to listen. Sometimes people don't want. Uh, you, obviously, you have a following that's going to listen regardless, but sometimes when you try to reach more people to listen, you got to have some controversy behind it. And when it comes to hip-hop, people love to hear some them dis, them disses, some shots fired. People love to hear, like, oh, he's talking about him? Oh, shit. And that's that's a you know a topic of conversation for like weeks to come, people are going to be talking about it, especially if it's dope, like you came at someone dope and the record's dope, people's going to be talking about that till such and such respond and they go back and forth and that's something people are going to watch, talk about and enjoy. So that's why that's forever, especially hip hop is forever going to be. 
It's always gonna be it's always gonna be like that. Sometimes that's how people get on. They drop a good diss record, they, they catch the right one to respond, and boom. And I'm trying to come up. That's my come up. My, I came up at the expense of another artist. I, I baited him into a battle with me, and he brought so many of his. Especially when you battle someone who's bigger than you, bring more fans to you, more eyes to you. So. It's all part of it, but like you said, Drake and Kanye is huge. Like, they're very huge. But I'm pretty sure a lot of people want Drake to talk his shit. Like, like you're on top of the game talking shit, Drake. Show, show us why you're on top of the game. Take your shots, talk your shit, flaunt what you, you know, flaunt what you do. And I'm pretty sure many people enjoy that from Drake, so... But I felt like him playing the, the the record was more of trying to make Kanye look at the clown for for the words he said. You no, know, but I don't even, I don't even know how you guys hands on that record. Regardless, it's like <laughs> yo, when we find out who gave him that record, that's gonna, gonna be, you're gonna find out eventually. That shit's we'll gonna be more funnier. That shit's gonna be more funnier to me than the fucking him playing the shit. Because mm-hmm. once we find out who gave him that shit, that shit gonna be funny. Because like, I'm sorry. Yeah, you, you know damn well that he wasn't. But also, shit. Nah, I was gonna say maybe Kanye fucked around, gave it to him. Because I think they did say there was talks of them squashing it and moving forward. Like, they, I think there was conversations between the you two. You really think Kanye's gonna give him that? I don't think so. I think him, I, I don't think Kanye's gonna give it to him. Nah, somebody, yeah. somebody in Kanye's camp definitely gave it to him. Yeah, so yeah, Kanye got to look at his crew and see, <laughs> see, see who did it. But it... I yeah, can't but wait to find hopefully they make it. Now nah, they probably will make it public for the fact that you know. The, the song was made public and people was able to listen to it. So, right. so yeah, it, it, in the next couple of days, it, it should be there should be a name and a face to oh yeah, this is the homie that that leaked the record to 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 Drake. But maybe they won't say it because when when the whole shit happened with the Pusha T dissing Drake and people was like. Who who was the one who gave Push T the information? Drake came out and said Kanye did that. So unless Kanye or somebody says from his team says, "Oh, this is the person who did it," I don't think we'll be finding out. But it'll be interesting to see who who was the person who did right. that. Because it's just like it was a whole record, but you know, then Kanye said he was going to drop the record. Himself, like he he announced that the record was gonna come out, but the record as a whole hasn't came out on no platforms yet. I was actually gonna I was gonna listen to it, like you know, with the, its actual release, but right, maybe, right. maybe not yet. Maybe maybe it will be officially released, but we'll see. But it's just interesting stuff. Interesting stuff. Moving, you know, talked about this. A couple of couple of episodes ago, talked about this. A couple of episodes ago, the whole con- conservatorship of Britney, uh, Britney and her pops. 
and you know, he agreed to step down, but now it's like a little, it's a little more stuff before he wants to step down. Obviously, it's looking like he's, before he steps down, he wants uh, a buyout. It was a buyout of $2 million. And then after, you know, he receives his buyout, he'll step down officially after he gets paid off. How do you feel about that? Because, you know, we had that conversation. So you felt it wasn't about money, but with this, it's still not about money. When you have a manager, when you have a uh, a person who does your music, does your your shows, um, music like sets up shows, sets up mm-hmm. record deals, sets up this, sets up that. If you was to part ways with them, you would have to pay them too to get out of that. Contractually, to, yes, contractually. Right. We forget that he was her manager. He was her boss. He was all this stuff. He did put in the work. The same way Beyonce had to pay her dad out. And that was her dad. Uh, He's asking for the two million so he can give her her royalties, give her everything, and get the hell out of that situation. So if you think about it, John... He did play the manager role, and yeah, this is why this is why parents should not be managers, and this is why parents should leave their kids and hire somebody else to be that kid's manager because it becomes a very thin line of business and personal, and yeah. people always get it confused, and then now they think you taking advantage of this person, uh, personal wise when it's all business and it's been business with him because. He's done most of her work. If she's Britney Spears today, it's because of him. So two million to me seems like a fair buyout for the now, business side. What I'm saying on the business aspect, obviously, yeah. But it's like with the whole when you look at the whole personal aspect of it, it's like damn, like just worry about like just. No, let her be free and worry about fixing your relationship after the fact. No. Well, I'm pretty sure he's he's gonna he's gonna get it if that's because if that's the price for her freedom of this whole shit, he's gonna get paid, he's gonna get it, they're gonna move on. I'm pretty sure at this point, if that's the set, because that's what it was reported, that's what he's seeking. Maybe she- again, it's it is, but it's it's uh, it's money wise. You gotta remember. You gotta remember. Again, he's doing this was all business, and sometimes business and personal should not cross because of these reasons. He got chopped thinking this is um, this is freaking personal, and it's not. And it's not. Sorry to tell y'all that that two million has nothing to do personal wise. No, I, I just see for that whole situation, it's just crazy. Like, but people but gonna father, think that because that's her father. You know what I'm saying? Father and daughter be going through that. It's like, damn, what? It's, it's very, it's very unfortunate. It's very unfortunate. It's like Listen, <laughs> you won't relinquish. Just let it, let it go. At the end of the day, that's the daughter. So too. But do, so do you not get paid for the services you gave? See, the, and, and this is the problem. So he does, does he not get paid for the services and for making her 
So if you had a different manager when that shit was happening with Megan and Stallion and her manager Prue and her record thing, again, do they not get paid because they got beef? Should they just relinquish her and let her live her life? No, you need to get paid for the services you did. Oh, no, I not totally agree. It's like even even like if we have a contract, right? You have a contract and say you you have a falling out with that person. It is what it is. It's life. People have fallouts all the time. Yeah, yeah, I'm bad term, but yeah, I had a contract. If that such and such person wants to move on, that's fine. You're not supposed to let the person I uh, you want to move on, you want to get out this contract, pay what is owed, and you'll be free. A lot of people do confuse that. Some people feel like when it comes to stuff like that, especially when it's fallouts, that one side is being petty or is trying to, you know, but it is what it is. Business on the business aspect of it, even though we was good, I'll let you go, but you still don't have to give me the same amount of money when we was good or on bad terms. That's just the contract you signed. So a lot of people don't be no thing, but the difference with this situation is like Brittany really never signed a contract as a father. You know what I'm trying to say? Because she was a minor when she first, like, no, she was a minor when she first started. So it's always been her dad leading the way. So it's not like she really had a choice. That is just the role he took from she when she started doing her music as a minor. Because, you know, at a certain point, if, like, you're a child star or whatnot, you can't really do it. It has to be the parents. The parents have to sign off on everything. You can't sign no deals, no nothing. They want to give you an endorsement. The parents have to sign off on it. Nope, not true. So I was, funny thing, right? So I knew I was going to talk about this, so I did some research. And actually... If you remember the girl from Even Stevens, the sister. Um, the older sister? Ever, right. I hope some, the, the only sister on there. The one that Even yeah, Stevens. Because um, he was, um, Charlotte Buff was the younger brother. She was the oldest kid. She does more right. work for Disney. I, I can't remember her name, but I know you're talking about. Right. She's, she's done Kim Possible. She's done her movies on Disney, right? Mm-hmm. So she was explaining how, well, why now she's broke. But she was explaining how it works. And most kids stars have this legal system set up where um, the parents can't touch their money. So they how it works is Disney especially works because we have to remember Britney Spears came from Disney. Mm-hmm. So the way Disney sets up their kids stars to not be taken advantage of, they get their own financial advisors and they sign contracts with these financial advisors to help their parents not spend their money. So Disney has a whole platform for it. Right. So Disney basically sets up these kid stars so that their parents really can't touch their their money. So the way it was set up was Britney had a a contract uh, with her dad after Disney to help her her music career. So there was actually a contract, which is, and this is why I say it's very important as parents not to get that line crossed with personal and business. But um, Brittany had her own contract with her dad outside of that uh, Disney shit, 
which was stupid because Disney already sets you up as a child star. Well, so you no, nah, she wasn't when when she had that mental breakdown. That's when the the court appointed him as the right. So it was like she wasn't even. The, I, I said, I assumed that it was since day one. So she actually had a little freedom and she probably had different people helping her. Right. But after that, that mental breakdown, which she, you know, obviously she shaved the head bald and she probably was going through a lot. That's when he was appointed and he's been, right. Just, you know, he's been handling everything since then. Right. But Brittany has always had her money. Again, Disney has set up these these children, these kid stars to not have the same incident that um, it was one star that he like sued his parents. Who was that? Yeah. It was uh, Home Alone. Um, uh, Culkin? Yes. So after that happened, Disney then set up their kid stars where their parents can't actually touch their money. Which is well, really, so I, Disney has set this up for plenty of stars, and Britney was one of them. Justin Timberlake was another one. Like you gotta remember, they started at Disney. They didn't just start from nowhere. Yeah. They started at Disney. So basically, Disney set her up. So she never, basically, she never had um issues with her money. It wasn't until she started to you know, have mental issues that they stepped, he stepped in and he basically was handling her career. He was helping her with her career. And again, we, it's, it's, it's a very thin line though. Mm-hmm. As a, he played the manager role. So yeah, does he no. not get paid for his services? Do we not say he gets paid for his services? Pay him for what the services he did and then let him go. Mm-hmm. I, I understand what you're saying, but, but, um, it's, the only thing is, I feel like it's different. Is he was court appointed? It's like I he went to he went to the court. Like, oh, my my daughter is like she's obviously having an episode. She's not in her right mind. I need you to put me in charge of everything. So you know what I'm trying to say? It's not like she seeked out work. So whatever work he put in, it's not like she, that's not the work she seeked out. So it's like. I understand what you're well, if, 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 But if he didn't step in, Johnny, would she still be Britney Spears? Do you get him? Like, she wouldn't be booking shows because nobody at that point wanted to mess with Britney Spears due to her mental health. It wasn't until her family stepped in and became the, the okay, you don't need to appoint, appoint somebody in order for them to see that you need help. Pay him, no, that's true, that's true, that's Pay true. him for his services. Get him out of her life. But she still needs to get mental health. And at some point, either this is going to come to bite her an ass or she's going to get the mental health she needs on home. And I hope she does. I hope she does too. But at this point, it's like, if, if she really wants to be free of all this, fuck it, just pay the bread. I, I think she can afford it. You know, she I don't definitely know can. I'm saying, I don't know her financial situation. Fuck it. Follow on that bullshit, pay him, and you can... Go get your help and live your life ha- happily ever after. It's like, you know, you don't even got to deal with your pops after after this whole shit goes where it goes. You don't even got to deal with him no more. You know, that's a pop. You could go your separate way and live your life. Right. But, you know, 
hopefully she gets the freedom she she like know that she wants, but also hopefully she gets the help that she needs. And but maybe maybe once she's free from this, it'll be you know obviously she'll start marching towards the right direction. And she's like, you know, the fact that she's free from this might give her a new take on life and she goes positive route and get the help she nice she wants, you know, that what not the what she wants, the help that she needs. Right. Marching forward. But it I don't know. It just seems crazy like ask for a two like to have like an exact price of the years. Just, just throw me two mail. I'm out of here. Throw me two mail. Yeah, you know, what, what if they start arguing? I, I, not, not, now three point five, three point five. Where does it, you know, stop when it comes with the action? He's, it's, he's gonna stop at two million. Uh, I hope so. I hope so. I don't wanna go back. We go back. Like, damn, Bree, he's asking for, he asking for four point five. Now it's gone up. No. Like he said, he calculated the time and the effort he put into it, and that's what his services was hmm. given. Yeah, but you no. Know, wish like again, wish everyone the best in that situation. It's family issues, so obviously it's gonna be messy and then it's being played out in the public eye when it comes to family like that. I feel like that's something that should be dealt with in private for for everyone, even celebs. And it's unfortunate when stuff like this gets put in the public eye, because then you know right. everybody has an opinion, negative or positive, but when it comes to family. I think it should be behind closed doors, but unfortunately, this situation is is family, but it's also like part of her her business also moving forward because right. he can't really he controls if she's gonna do this show or not, so she can't even do what she wants to do musically. And I'm pretty sure I I, I don't know what's her passion with music or doing shows if she wants to do that after all said and done, or she just wants to ride off to the sunset, but right. wish all parties the best, and hopefully everyone gets what they want moving forward, and then they can live, they continue to live their best lives that they want to live. But also, this past week, a new a new versus was announced. How do you feel about this versus? Fat Joe versus Ja Rule. How many have you saw Fat Joe got? Fat Joe got records. People, I feel like people forget, like, Fat Joe really does have records. Name three. Name three. Lean back. Um, lean back. My life. Uh. Um. I I could go. <laughs> you, gotta, you gotta give me some time, like naming records. I could name more Fat Joe records. Um, he has features too. Pedro has features also that he could play. Also, I said lean back. I said lean back. My life. Shit, Macklemore. Like, I don't know these Pedro records. Now, Pedro really has records. What's my life? I thought she was gonna say what's love with Ashanti. I was gonna say I was gonna say the record with Ashanti, but I couldn't remember the name of it. I was gonna say. The, the record with Ashanti, but here's the thing: when I think of verses, you have to have ten songs, and so no, that Joe has he he has his he has his big pun features, 
That's his big pump features. But he has records long. Now, Fazzo really has. I won't records. be watching this versus, so you're going to have to tell me how it is. Um, ja Rule got some hits. I, I could probably watch because of Ja Rule, but Fat Joe, I really just, I don't know. I don't know. Fortunately, don't... My, my brain's not working, so I will look up my guy, Fat Joe. But. But I'm just saying, it just none of his songs, but except for what's love, I mean, okay. But everything else, I'm okay. Well, he has he has records. He's been rapping for a long time. Jaru gonna be his butt because Jaru's shit hit. <laughs> no, but like Don't, I make said, Don't make that sound. Don't make that sound. Just because I mean, you a 50 Cent lover, just because you a 50 Cent lover doesn't mean you put down Ja Rule, my nigga. I put down Ja Rule. Let's, let's cut it out. Let's cut it out. Ja Rule got records. Because All right. I, I, as I, long I, as you I, give props to Ja Rule because nah, 50, Cent started doing, 50 Cent started doing what Ja Rule did. And listen, then, listen, because so, I, no, 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 you not, you, because you're not going to do this. What you, I do? You, you're not going to put that. Let me I didn't say put him down. Ja, ja Rule started that love uh, love songs shit. And then 50 was like, oh, he a bitch for that. And then once once he started calling him a bitch, and then Ja Rule tried to go back to like hardcore rap, then 50 started doing that shit. So if we go, <laughs> if we going to talk about anybody is well, my life, Ja Rule. I said my life. This, this bad Joe song is called My Lifestyle. I said my life. It's called My Lifestyle. But, uh, so, but ja Rule gonna win that shit. Listen, because and no, we already know ja Rule I, I'm not one of those. Shit. No, look, Bri, I'm not one of those fans that is like, if my favorite rapper doesn't like this rapper, it's like, oh, fuck that rapper. No, I'm not one of those fans. There's fans like that. No, I'm a fan of everyone's music because a rapper I like is before another rapper. Doesn't mean I'm not listening to other rapper songs. I'm listening to everyone's songs. But ja Rule has great music. That's, I grew up on, even though no, I grew up on 50 and Ja Rule, but... No, you didn't grow up on there, 50. You grew up on Ja Rule, and 50 came later on. See, I was still growing up on thing. I was a little older. Ja Rule was out first. Ja Rule was out maybe two, three years before 50 was out. So, yeah, grew up on both. Listen, this verse is just, they, they just pick anybody now. Like it, it's a it's a good versus for New York. Obviously, I think the verses that they probably would have wanted, but it was never gonna happen was 50 and Ja Rule. The verses I want is Nas and Jay-Z. But that shit would never happen. That would, be, that would, that would be a good one. That would be that would be the dopest do verses. Right, but that would be a dope verse. No, I don't I don't know their stance on uh you know what I'm trying to say, because sometimes I feel like certain artists feel like they're too big to do the verses. Not right. saying that that's yeah. how they feel. But, but I, I, feel I just I'm just saying that would be a dope New York. That would. that would be a good one. Jay-Z and Nas would definitely be a good one. It's just a matter if would Jay-Z and Nas do it. Right. That that would definitely be a dope versus. Obviously, because you know they had a history and they're good now, but you know. And just... Friendly competition that would be dope to see that. Right. Oh yeah. That's a good one. No, Bree, that was a good one. I didn't even think about Jay Z not. But, you know, I'm just saying, but off the aspect of it, because I don't know if you watched the young Jeezy and Gucci Man, that verse is yeah. a little, that verse is a little crazy, obviously, because they have beef and whatnot. 
and they came together to do the verses. But I feel yeah, like if if Fifty and Ja was to do verses, they would they wouldn't be able to be in the same room. Yeah, I don't think I don't think it would work in the same room. It would have to be the the, the virtual how it was in the beginning. Right. Right. The one person's in this place and one person's in this place. I don't think it will be able to work out them in the same room because I right. feel like after a track or two, the shit talking probably start and then it's like, it's going to go left. Yeah, after everybody that. knows 50 cents talk shit. <laughs> this shit was going to go left. But I think the Fadjo Ja Rule versus. Would do. It's going to be good. I think it's going to be cool. It will Again, do. Again, remember, you can't downplay it. You just gotta let the records play, and if they come on how they're supposed to come, and they try to win, then look at the Dipset locks. I told you, it's a matter how the artist approaches it. I'm just they're gonna play my records. I'm gonna play my records. I feel like off the strength of my records, I'm just gonna win. That, that that's not the greatest formula, but if you try, you go there trying to win the verses, it increases your chances. Let's see. But you no. Know, at this point, I know it will never happen, but they should do a, a, a Drake and Kanye versus also. Fuck it. <laughs> Drake and Kanye. Just get them 20 for 20. Or do like a whole special. They could do 30 for 30. And just let them battle it out. But at this point, I don't think they, they could be in the same room together. But it would be interesting. It would be interesting to watch Drake and Kanye. Because right. Kanye got his hits, Drake got his hits. Right. It would be a great show for everybody to watch, but, right. but, who, who, but who knows? Who knows? Now, moving on, I'm going to let you be a little more uh, to carry this, because I, I, I know some of her good songs, but I can't tell you, you know, like, this is her best songs, or these are her wax songs. I'm right. not going to say that, but Glamour Magazine did top 10 best songs of Beyonce and they did top 10 worst songs of Beyonce and it came out. So I am going to read you the list of the top 10 best, what they have at best, you know, top 10 worst. I'm going to let you break it down, what you will take off or what would you add. So okay. top 10 best. Number, yeah, number 10, they got Rocket. Number nine, Love Drought. Eight, I care. Seven, resentment. Six, dangerously in love. Two. Five, daddy's lessons. Four, haunted. Number three, me, myself, and I. Number two, mood forever. And they had her best song ever is Formation at number one. Why the fuck is Formation? continually to be her number one shit. I think it's the message behind Formation. Fuck that. So I'm, I'm assuming you're not a big fan of Formation. I love Formation. But you don't think it's but, the best record. Right. And some of this shit on here, man, I, I want to know who made this list. It had to be a white person. Mm -hmm. Because nobody in their damn mind <laughs> put me, myself, and I as number three. Where the fuck is Irreplaceable. You know how long people people still say to the left, to the left. Like, <laughs> people still say that fucking lot. Where the fuck is single ladies? That shit is still played at weddings. Where the fuck? Listen, let me tell you something. This this cannot be life right now, right? 
where the fuck is girls run the world? That video was that, that one was, of the, I didn't even make the list. What the who the fuck made this list? Alright, so let's let's go to let's go to the top ten worst. Maybe there's something in the top ten worst that you might. And want how to. dare they put "Dangerously in Love" at number six? Who the fuck? That belongs to like number five. <laughs> that song showed everybody she could sing. Listen, I don't know who made this fucking list, but they some idiots. So go ahead, go to worst because I swear number, to God, if at, at worst number ten, superpower. Okay, that could stay there. Number nine, sandcastles. Number eight, Halo. That's some bullshit. <laughs> Seven, Broken Heart, Broken Hearted Girl. Who didn't like Broken Hearted Girl? Let me say that. That shit still be on repeat. That's on one of my. <laughs> <laughs> Number six, Sugar Mama. Oh yeah, that can stay there. That definitely can stay there. <laughs> Number five, School and Life. That's okay. Number four, best best thing I never had. Who the that was one of the best songs for females. That was like an anthem, okay? <laughs> okay. Number three, Hip Hop Star. Number two, for the worst, Kitty Cat. Yo, that could definitely stay at number two. Let me tell you something. That was one of her worst songs ever. I When I heard that, I said, what the fuck was Beyonce thinking? But, again, go ahead. And then number one, Beautiful Liar. Is, they have that as her number one worst song. Uh, Beautiful Liar wasn't my favorite. Uh, but it, it, it wasn't a, the worst song, right? So we think about it. We have Irreplaceable that wasn't on any of that list. Um, Love on Top, best thing I never had. I don't understand why that was on worst. Dance for You, I don't understand why that was on her that wasn't even on there. If I were a boy. Now let's let's be honest. That shit still to this day gets played. Um I'm really upset that rundown uh single ladies and uh girls run the world was not on her top ten. Best. Yes. And then how you felt about uh Halo being number eight on her worst. Oh, let me say something. Halo <laughs> is one of Again, when we think about Beyonce showing her voice range, we think of Halo, we think of Dangerously in Love. These are songs that actually prove that she could sing because a lot of people say she couldn't sing. So when she sang these songs at one plus one, uh, you probably don't even know that song. But probably again, not, but I heard my, the, the, the female audience, <laughs> the female, it was a big record though. Um, oh, my bad. Maybe I didn't hear it. Maybe I heard it, but I just don't know about it. How Sorry wasn't on there. The lemonade, sorry, you know, where she's talking about you better call Becky with the good hair. How the fuck was that not on the list as well? Like we have to, when we think of Beyonce, we think of lemonade at this point because lemonade has such a big impact. That's what started the run um, for the run tour, right? Uh, the whole cheating scandal and all that stuff was big talk. Um, I'm pretty sure Becky with the have- good hair. People are still saying that line. You better call Becky with the good hair. Like who? You, when you think of like I, 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 I just don't see how you glamour could do the ten best songs of Beyonce 
and don't have her hits. That to me is crazy. The one thing I could say is with someone that has so many records, when you try to do a top 10, unfortunately, two or three, you know, a couple of records is going to get left out. You know? But Drunk in Love got left out? Drunk in Love with Jay? That, that, that shit was definitely played a lot. I definitely heard that a lot. Again, I don't expect everybody to uh, know all her shit because, again, <laughs> a lot of you guys are not going to know her. Listen, I be playing songs from Beyonce and Devin be like, who the fuck is that? Because, again, if you're not a female, you're not bumping Beyonce, right? But again, they left out some of her big songs, Johnny. Single Ladies. Uh, no, I know that was a big record. And obviously, you said the um, Irreplaceable, the To the Left, To the Left is another big record. But, you know. These are not these are not just records that I would know. These are single, you can't tell me you didn't hear Single Ladies on repeat. Come on, man. Yeah. Like The one thing I can say is... When you when I read like the, the reasoning for why such and such is on the list is more of it seems more opinionated than actual like facts behind it. Right. See, men lie, women lie, numbers don't. Okay. So single ladies, their numbers didn't fucking lie. Um irreplaceable, that song fucking didn't lie. The best thing that ever best thing I ever had, that song was a fucking hit. <laughs> Listen, but like I said. Doing the top 10 worst, doing the top, I said top 10, top 10 best. Obviously, you know, some records is going to get left out when it's someone that has right. so many records. But some of these records you probably never heard of. Well, I probably did. I, you, you've never heard. The, the, I heard never, the big, big records. I, I, I listened to, you know, like. The, the you heard Mood, for, Mood Forever? You heard Mood, Mood Forever? No. Okay. You've ever well, you heard formation. You ever heard of um haunted? No. Okay. No. Again, I've heard these songs because I'm I'm a a Beyonce fan. So I listen to her albums, right? Daddy Lessons. You ever heard of Daddy Lessons? No. Okay. So these again, but the songs that I named, single ladies. Heard that Halo. Um, no, me being drunken for love. Fan. Yeah, drunk love. Yes, I heard You've that. heard of those. Those should have been on the top ten. This glamour list is a personal list, and that's what makes me mad. Because if you was to, if you was to have opened this up to the public, I'm pretty sure sorry not sorry would have been on there because that's what happened after um his her sister kicked Jay in the fucking elevator. That <laughs> shit was big. Like again, this doesn't make sense. So I don't take this list personal. This list is bullshit. Johnny, move on, because this is just a personal bullshit list. It's not even a, on numbers. It's not even considering the numbers certain songs pulled in. Because Single Ladies, again, was top one for like four or five weeks. So you're telling me that's not in the top 10 best Beyonce songs? Get the fuck out of here. That video, so many people make... Fucking Justin Timberlake went on Saturday Night Live and made a fucking comedy skit off of that video. Hmm. Like, come on. Mix me with that glamour shit. Give me, if you're going to do that, make sure the numbers back up your shit. Because a lot of these songs, a regular person who don't, like a regular, even a guy, 
won't know what the fuck that is unless they listen to the Beyonce album, which I doubt you just sitting around listening to the Beyonce album. <laughs> See, now I'm getting all heated and shit because it's just, it doesn't make sense. This shit was solely based on one person's opinion. That's what it seems like. It doesn't seem like it was based on numbers or based on, you know, like, listen, Formation was good. People love Formation, but that's not her number one shit. After, after it got played, Listen, she did a whole fucking album, uh, a whole, she had brown skin girl. She had, <laughs> like, what are we talking about here? Like, I, listen, I can't deal with that type of shit. Beyonce has too much work to try to put it into ten, a category of 10 anyway, okay? And we're going to talk about the great, we're going to talk about them properly, okay? And she has <laughs> too much music. To category into 10 worst and 10 best. You can't even category Beyonce songs into 10 uh, worst. People will look at you like you're stupid. But realistically, she, there are songs that you can say is right, not her best. But, but not her best, but ain't surely her worst. So, uh, that's why. Nah. Nah, not the best is nah. not saying the song is bad or trash or anything. It's not, if it's not her best, it's the opposite. No, it ain't no opposite. It's just not her best. When we're talking gonna... about greats, when we're talking about the greats, we're talking about Beyonce, right? Right? And we're talking about... not going to talk down on any of her records, even if they right. not... Right. Okay, she's Beyonce. Right. <laughs> okay. That's like saying, Whitney Houston got worse, got songs that are worse. <laughs> that are, are bad. You can't do that. She's one of the greats. You can't fucking do that. Listen, whoever did this list is an idiot. They didn't put the songs that needed to be on there on there. That's it. That's it. They stupid. Mm-hmm. When I saw that list, I was like, this is stupid. I didn't even, <laughs> I didn't even go to the worst. I'm like, this bitch is biased. Whoever this is. Well, that's her wish. That's how she feels. But you know, everybody has their opinion. Everybody got the records they love. Well, you know. So this, I just know if you're gonna do a top ten, like you said, you shouldn't do a top ten because you have so many records. But if you're gonna do a top ten, usually with stuff like this, a couple of tracks that you enjoy and love will get left out of the list because trying to squeeze everything to ten, unfortunately, something something's not gonna make the cut. But that list, no, it is what it is. But moving on, Terry Crews seems to be, you know. Always finding himself in the news. He's uninvited. That, <laughs> he's going back and forth. That coon is uninvited yeah. to barbecues. I'm so happy we um, we starting to uninvite. See, I like the uninvited to the barbecues more than the cancel culture. I'm just not, listen, you can go sit at the table with your white friends. Don't come to our barbecues with the uh, <laughs> with the with the burgers and the, the macaroni salads and the good-ass Kool-Aid. You can sit over there at the white table, you do that. But don't, you're not invited to our shit no more. You can't expect to be racist. Listen, listen, listen. A lot of people, I hate when people say this, and this this pisses me off more than anything else, right? You be, people say this all the time, right? So, I'm, I, I, I'm not for the BM, uh, Black Lives Movement. I'm not for that. I'm just in the middle. So, if you're in the middle, then you're on their side. Because right is right, wrong is wrong, right? So you're going to stand with the right side, whatever right is. Mm-hmm. 
him saying like listen. See also like with that also, you know, you could word it better, you know what I'm trying to say? Cause like obviously that whole thing is a movement, but you could you could say you could also you didn't have to say I'm just not with the movement. You could say, Oh, I I I'm for Black Lives Matter, but I ain't for the you know, like the group that's doing like, you know, if you trying to say you're not if you're trying to say you're not for the protesting, if that's like your way of saying not protest because you want to protect your your business dealings with such and such people and you just don't want to get caught up in the politics. No, I'm just speaking like freely. If that's how you you're viewing it, just say like, you know, I'm for the black lives, but I'm not here's a problem, Johnny. Terry Cruz is a he's black famous. Mm, you can say that, yeah. You it's that you can say that he only does black movies. <laughs> what movie has he done that's been that he's the 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 main actor, and that's considered white stream. White stream or just a general movie and and thing. The only movie I could think of is he was in the Expendables, but he wasn't the main star. But he was he was in the Expendable in the Expendables, because obviously he was in Friday After Next. Black That's the first road scene. Then white chicks. That was a black movie. It was done mm-hmm. by the Marlon Wayne brothers. By the Wayne brothers, but thinking about it, I can't think of it. He's, I feel like he's had roles here and there, but the only movie I could name off the top was The Expendables. I think he was in the first and the second one. I think there was a third Expendables. I think he was in all the Expendable movies. I think, yeah, I think Terry Crews was in all the all Expendable movies. But, yeah, he's... One of his more popular roles is him in Friday After Next. Like, well, obviously, Amongst Us is one of his popular roles. And then his role in White Chicks. Right. Especially, you know, because... Him singing the uh the song, um, making my way downtown. His right. him singing it is one like one of the things people remember about Terry Crews. Right. Again, if you look at his movie list, he was uh oh, everybody then, hates Chris. Yeah, he was everybody a father, hates Chris. TV but also that. that was a black movie. He was in Norbit by um Eddie Murphy. He was one of the brothers. Another black movie. Again, if we go down the list, um. Again, uh, he wasn't. He was in the Longest Yard. That was an Alan Sandler movie. Again, but he did play a lot in Alan Sandler movies. But that's because they were friends. Um. Again, 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 again. Listen, I, I get it. I get it. You do have an opinion. You do get to say your opinion. But you being a black man in a black society where. The black society really doesn't really accept you. Uh, people would tell you from the industry that how hard it is for black people to get roles or get awards for their performances. So if, if that's the case, and then you see us us brothers and sisters dying out here, you would think you have a better opinion. Um, especially since you have black children. But again, I just think him, him saying the quote himself, I'm uninvited to barbecues, 
and that's okay. Y'all can keep that over there. Dude, nobody, nobody really, you haven't done anything that you're the main character and now that you are important. So for me, Terry Crews can go take his <laughs> cool Same ass thing. and go sit at the white table where he's not even allowed. Let's, uh, people need to start realizing that you're not even allowed to sit at the white table, nigga. So you sitting at the children's table because at this point you're not allowed <laughs> to sit at the black people table, nor are you allowed to sit at their table. So now you're just sitting with the children, and it's because you're throwing a tantrum. So you go have a seat with those kids and and, and shut the hell up because you haven't done nothing yet that really you the main actor or you, people care to see you. So I feel like he's becoming trying to make him self-relevant like you shut your ass up yeah, you could look at it that way you know absolutely like you know realistically you know he doesn't even have to say anything at all he just live his life but you know he put he put two cents in and i was like every time he speaks on it he's obviously gonna get backlash and he continues every time he says something you know continues to get the backlash but yeah but he seems fine when he, he like his like the way he goes about it is he like he don't care about that shit, so right. <laughs> uh, he makes me mad too. It is what it is. One more things that was very cool, um, you know, big in the news was Hurricane Ida had its effects. New Orleans lost power and it flooded New York and New York. Yo. Was New York got flooded. the grip out of that. Like, it was supposed to hit us as hard as it was supposed to hit New Orleans. And I think it hit New Orleans hard, but it, it hit us harder. Like, to be honest with you, Johnny, I didn't go to work for like two days. There was no train leaving out of New York into Westchester. There was no trains. That's crazy. But... And then I tried to take a cab from the Bronx to Westchester, which usually would cost me like $30. It was $155. I was not paying that. But we got <laughs> hit so bad. And that's and the, like, the crazy part. That's the after effects. That's just like the, you know, like the, the after of the hurricanes. We didn't really get hit with the hurricanes. It's just like, you know, the shit that comes like the after, I don't know what it's called, but the hurricane hit where it hit. And it's like the after. Did they close down the, I know because you live on Roosevelt Island, right? Now, the tram was good. As long as, as long as not windy, like the wind that moves it, it can continue going straight and thing. Oh, okay. It'll go. But if it's raining really, if it's raining really bad. But it, it was raining it, really bad. It, it, it'll be postponed. Because there was, I'm not going to lie, there was a time. There was a time, right? I was coming back. I, I don't remember where I was coming back from. I took the train. I ran to beat the rain. I ran. I made it to the tram. It was a couple of years ago. I made it to the tram. I'm like, yes. As soon as I made it, it started really pouring. Like it was a it was a bad rain. And the, the tram person was like, Yeah, we shut down. We ain't going nowhere. Cause the rain is crazy. So I ran all the way over there, made it. I was happy. They turned me back. So I had to run back to the train station to take the train home. And I got caught in the rain. But so it, it it probably while while it was raining, if it was raining bad, it was it was postponed. Probably it probably held up the service. But other than that, you know, 
as long as it's not too windy, it's gonna it's gonna run. So Tram don't gotta worry about it being flooded. But I think I think services was fine. I think the services was fine. I know I missed two days of work because but I'm not glad I see like footage. I, I, I just not even think that shit like that happened in New York the way it was flooded. Like, yeah, especially gotta, in, the city, gotta, in the city. Gotta, it's like, what the fuck? Yeah, we gotta it's send crazy. out respect because it was like seven deaths in New York. And That's crazy. Sending my condolences out mm-hmm. to the families. To, that, there was a, to, to the, the ones that parents. was in New York and to all the others that was affected and was lost in the other right. state. Because New Orleans didn't have power for like a day or two. They had no power at all. I had to shut down the whole shit. But I'm just, I'm looking at it like, damn. Like now imagine like the, the, if if it was to really, really hit New York, New York would have been fucked up. Right. Because now that's crazy. I, I've never seen New York like that. But New York, you know, I don't know. Recently, New York hasn't been and shit. There hasn't been a lot of good news for New York lately. It's a lot of bullshit going on in New York, but it's crazy. And transition, though, know, New York was one of the states, well, it was the first state to say, boom, you can't go such and such place without proof of vaccine, right? So, New York was the first state to do that. But now, look, Florida seems to take the opposite approach. Florida wants you to go wherever the fuck you want to go. And they feel like if any business asks you for your vaccine card and you notify someone, that business will be fined $5,000. So, that's the approach Florida is going with. And Florida is sounding beautiful because this... Mandating shit sound crazy. So I could have freedom? Shit, might have to make that move. Might have to take my talents to Florida. Go ahead, John. <laughs> Weather's when good. Get, Weather's good. Hooded. Can't complain, right? Listen, Johnny, listen, 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 listen. Every state has their issues, okay? Of course, every state has so their issues. You take, just because you can't get the vaccinations, or just because you don't want to take the vaccinations in Florida right now, is in where where they don't really care about it. Maybe that's not the move you want to make yet. Just wait <laughs> it out. Wait it out. Wait it out. That's 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 continuing to be my plan. I'm gonna wait it out. But it's just it's just crazy that Florida takes that approach, and I'm pretty sure Florida is the only state that's gonna take that approach. Of course not. But Florida has been the number one state to have COVID. That in Texas. Listen. New York was number one for a little bit too. New York definitely was number one. So I, I see why New York wanted to. I'm not gonna lie, a lot of this also is a lot of political, there's a lot of polit, political agendas. Everyone's, when this all said and done, wants to, when they look back at history, it's like, I did my part. You can't say I ain't do bad, I did my part, boom, 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 get their praise and whatever they try to move forward. A lot, a lot of political stuff will be gained behind this whole pandemic when we all look back at it. I'm pretty sure, you know. I'm just all I'm saying to you is, at some point or another, we're just gonna have to figure out, you know, this whole vaccination thing again. It's still kind of new, 
and it's still uh, trial and error. And it, and again, Florida may not do that, but Florida has its own issues with COVID and everything. You still gotta get tested and and, and every week and all that other shit just to live life. And who the fuck wants to do that? Uh, I'll do that. <laughs> I'll do that. So you didn't even want to get tested and go to your Yankee game. Why the I hell did get you... tested. I did get tested and go to the Yankee game. And with the hassle, I'd rather take I'd rather that hassle than have to get that needle. I'll take that hassle every day. That's just my opinion. But like I said, if you want to take that shot, take that shot, do what you have to do. But I again, Florida is just not a place for me. It's for old people. <laughs> That's where New Yorkers go. All New Yorkers eventually end up in Florida. You know? Right, retirement. <laughs> you don't gotta go there when you retire. You don't gotta wait to retirement. You can go when you're young and enjoy Florida. The weather's better. Okay. Out there. There's less jobs up there. We hear the jobs and all that stuff is less. And plus the minimum wage is less or because of you know, you're really not making money. So. The cost of living is definitely different because New York is probably New York is the number one state for cost of living. I think it's New York, and after New York is California. But those are the two most expensive states. Listen, I'm just saying it's just not a move that I'm going to make just because <laughs> I don't want to get a vaccination. Mm-hmm. And people who are doing that, yeah, really are stupid. But Johnny. I ain't planning on moving one way to hell. I'm just saying, like, just I just feel like the whole man mandating it is crazy in itself. So, but no, it seems like the states, each state, is not on the same page when it comes to the mandate. Now, mandating the vaccine. I just, I just wonder how that's gonna work in Florida. I'm, I don't think none of these businesses are gonna get fined. I don't think none of the businesses are gonna ask. Most, I feel like the most, those businesses down in Florida is going to ask, like, you know, wear your mask while you're in the place, and that's it. Right. I think that's one thing that's going to stay is the mask mandate, which I don't have a problem with. You want to wear a mask? Fuck it. I wear a mask. I don't got a problem with a mask. You know, I got to wear a mask on the store. Fuck it. That's cool. Wear my mask. Get what I got to get, and I'm out the store. That's it. I think it's pretty simple, but everybody has, you know, the opinion. But you know, stays. We talk about this at the end. Still preach everyone stay safe. Still social distance. Wear your mask. Even if you have the shot, don't have the shot. Wear your mask. Have that parallel on you. No, that hand sanitizer and social distance. Don't be in big crowds. Stay safe, because. Because you have that shot, don't mean you can't catch it. And because you haven't caught it yet and don't have the shot, doesn't mean you can't catch it. Right. Capping. Capping anyone. Stay safe. And that's a wrap on We got to give credit to Beyonce and Offset. I mean, Cardi B and Offset. Oh, yeah. yeah. said Beyonce and Offset. Yeah. Oh, yeah. They, they, their, their second child was born. Was it a, a boy or a girl? They, it was a boy. It was a boy. So they had, their son was born on the fourth. What's today's date? No, it was born on the sixth. Saturday. Saturday. Yeah. 
Saturday. born on the fourth, yeah. So Saturday's the fourth. So yeah, they get um they welcome the new child into their family on the fourth. Congrats to them. Congrats to them, yes. Did they reveal a name or no? They just No, not yet. They just but revealed I mean, the they probably name probably give it like a couple of days. Cause they did take a day to reveal that the child was born. Yeah, they I think they're just it. they're just celebrating right now. That's what I'm saying. Yeah, yeah. they revealed it today. All oh, the child was born, but and the child was born Saturday, so give it a couple of days. I'm pretty sure um, a lot of people was waiting to see what they name the child. But yeah, we'll definitely that will definitely be announced in the next couple of days. So yeah, so that's something to look forward to. But yes. congrats to them. Yeah, have a new new baby boy to their family. And with that, that's a wrap on a. Another City Opinion Podcast. It's your boy, John, my co-host, Bree, and 